Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, my name is Bex and welcome to Getting Emotional. Every week I'll be discovering a brand new emotion, or rather, I'll tell you about an emotion you may well have felt, but had no idea there was a name for. This week, it's Mudita. Sometimes other people just win at life. Often they're people you're not that bothered about, but you think they're alright, so you don't care too much apart from doing the cursory impolite like on their Facebook status. Sometimes they're people you don't like at all, so you're not that excited for them, or a little bit jealous perhaps. But other times, they're people who you love very much. People who you think the world of, who love you to the moon and back, who are your favourite person on planet Earth. Ah, sorry, that got a bit spacey there, didn't it? Uh, A lot of weird space metaphors. Hmm. And there's a word for the joy that you feel on behalf of another person. Medita. It's a feeling of vicarious joy, and so far in my researching of emotions, this one seems to be one of the most wholesome I've found. There's no self-interest or envy, there's not even any pride, because that kind of would imply some ownership over the person and their success. It's pure and simple happiness. Delighting in another person's well-being and good fortune. And look, I mean, yeah, it's a sweet idea, but I would wager it is harder than it actually sounds to feel, because, and this might be risky to say, I've definitely seen friends do well in life, but I'd be lying if I said I'd always felt a pure joy for them. Sometimes they're achieving what I want to achieve, or I just feel like they don't deserve it. Uh, That might be the most honest thing I've ever said. Anyway, uh, probably for that reason, it is often seen as an emotion mostly relating to families. Siblings, parents, children, uh, maybe it's easier for them to feel it. The word is mostly associated with Buddhism, although the concept of it was actually written about in the Bible in Romans and Corinthians, go look it up, and the idea is it's something that's kind of inside of you that has to be cultivated. A little pot plant of joy, if you will. And if it is cultivated, it will help lower your tendencies of jealousy, envy and aggression. This dormant, unselfish joy, if cared for, can awaken other feelings and compulsions of kindness inside a person. I think eventually the hope is that you'll get to a place where you can feel this joy for as many people as you possibly can, not just the one or two that you know best. Edward Cons, a scholar of Buddhism, and also previously Marxism, so we won't delve too deeply into him, thought that to truly experience Medita, you have to have a base level of appreciation for that person. I mean, if you don't appreciate them, how can you truly celebrate them? Between you and me, I've got a feeling I could do about 10 podcasts on Medita and the Buddhist views around it, but I will probably not, because what I'm more interested in is talking to people who've actually felt it. And luckily, I know just the people to ask. I mentioned it was a feeling often found in families, and I know some sisters who have lots to celebrate, and who I also know share a deep level of joy, support and love for each other. They very kindly let me take a bit of a deep dive into their relationship, how it had developed, how they'd supported each other, and the sometimes rocky road it had taken to get to a place of feeling Medita. Hello, I'm Stevie and I'm a writer and a comedian. Hi, I'm Gina. I'm a campaigner and a a writer and a speaker and I'm most well known for making upskirting a sexual offence in England and Wales. So you're both very, very successful in your own respective ways um, and it must be quite nice to see each other do so well in life. Uh, Stevie, can you tell me... Do you look at Gina with awe? Are you delighted for everything she's done? No, I hate her. (laughs) Um, Yes, of course. So I have always wanted Gina to 
it sounds really lame to, and really trite to be like, I've always wanted Junior to achieve. But um, when we were little, I was always thought of being like the academic one. And like, I would always get like A's and then Gina would, you know, still do well, but oh, it was, she, Gina often would feel like she wasn't. And so when we started to become like, you know, normal people outside of an education, um, yeah, I was always so desperate for Gina to find something that, that she loved and to kind of succeed. And um, so that when, so she worked in advertising for a while and I was so proud of her do, doing that. And then when she made, she got uh, upskirted, which she'll talk about, I'm sure. Um, she then made upskirting a sexual offence, and that took like two years of her life, so much stress. And when it happened, I remember thinking, like over the course, it was a very long, it wasn't like a moment, but the, over the, the course of the two years, I remember being like, "God, you know, I, I'm so proud of her." And then my second thought being like, oh, "That means I'm a nice person because I'm proud of her in a really pure way." I so pure. Um, so that was feelings. That's nice. Well, it is a very, it's a very pure emotion. Uh, Gina, you you must have felt this as Stevie, and also was it you know Stevie's your your big sister, I guess. Did you look up to her when you were younger? Yeah, because she was always like she said, she was always really academic and really clever. And uh, when I was in school, like that, you don't have any context of anything else. Like that's like, I guess you're that's all you do, isn't it? Go to school and then come home and talk about school and then go back to school. And I, I like really wanted to be good at stuff, but I was very average. And I and I remember being like not upset about being av- an average learner, but I just had to work a lot harder. So I remember like thinking a lot about Stevie and how clever she was and like why I might not be the same way. Um, and then when we and then she went to uni and she went to an amazing uni and like and I just remember always thinking like if I was going to be able to do as well after college or after uni in, in life because I wasn't as good at school but kind of just trying to do my best all the time <laughs> That's heartbreaking to hear from my side <laughs> do you guys both feel that the older you've become and the older you've got the closer you are and and the happier you are for each other's achievements yes yeah 100%. massively I I will say that I never felt I was just about to be like I never really felt any competition with Gina when I was younger but that's probably because I was smashing it um <laughs> and you are older and I was older and you don't really think about that sort of stuff but then as you get older yeah and more things happen then you start to I start to like enjoy her her successes much more just in terms of just really enjoying the fact that yeah we're like best mates and we work in very different separate fields as well I mean I, I might feel what's interesting is I don't know if I'd feel differently if we were both writer and comedians both mm-hmm. trying Gina was just like in Hollywood and I was and I was here doing some sketches on Twitter um I don't know how that but but I like to think that I would like my what's the word my frustrations with my own career would be separate to how I felt about Gina and hers which I think would be the case yeah I think we've like I feel like we've had we've had moments where where we've crossed over and we've had we've talked to each other because we've both been feeling certain type of ways about stuff but I don't think that was necessarily a competition thing or a jealousy thing so much as a like my life changed really quickly in in two years and so like when your life changes like that I think the way your relationships have to shift in some way and so you have to talk it through but I think as we've got older I remember as kids I mean we we always got on but we had like tiffs every now and again but I just remember when I moved to London after when I was going to work in advertising Stevie became really protective of me 
and we were in the same city and I was because you saw me trying to do something and you've been trying to do something too we were both in our early 20s and we were really trying we weren't from here and we didn't have any money and all that stuff so you became really protective of me which I think means that when I when things went well for me you were like so relieved and so excited for me and I feel the same with you because I saw you living in you know Shadwell and apartments with maggots and stuff (laughs) which you thought was rice um and and so yeah you just get really excited when things do go well don't you and like I think the gap gets smaller when you get older you feel like you're basically the same age whereas when you're younger you're like oh my god my sister's like 40 and she's like three years older (laughs) yeah I do I will say though that there was a and I remember it happening and then I remember reflecting on it afterwards so there was a, a point in Gina's kind of very quick meteoric rise um where I wasn't very well yeah and I was on a lot of medication and um I was really struggling to uh, to have any perspective of anything and I remember feeling down about how Gina was doing really well and that I wasn't able to enjoy Mm. my own life and all of this and it it was only like a month or so and I spoke I I talked to Gina about it Mm. and I did sort of like because I thought it was so important to when that feeling of Medita, is it Medita? Yeah, yeah. When that feeling is so, like, I would recognise that with Gina constantly. When it wasn't there, it was really Odd. obvious yeah. and strange. And it needed addressing because I, I wanted to get back to that place where I was able to purely enjoy what Gina was doing because I because I knew I did but I was like into it was almost like I was interfered with by all the medication and so I kind of lost sight of who I was and that was the biggest symptom and my boyfriend said to me as well like I think you need to get off this this this, these pills because you are reacting in a way that I don't recognize towards Gina I I, I wasn't like ah fuck Gina sorry I'm not I'm I'm doing to swear um but I was very much like just unable to feel and, and and I was worrying about and I, I, I said something that was like comparative, like, oh, I don't have, you know, Regina's got lo- loads of like, Twitter followers or something. And Adam was like, what? <laughs> you don't yeah. care about that. And then it, and then it was resolved in pretty much immediately and quickly. And I've never felt that again, which has been really nice. I think that also the, like, it was bad timing too, the specifics that were happening around me at the time. Now it's like you get to a point where you doing a job and you have a certain platform and like there's almost like the dust settles. Mm -hmm. But when Mm -hmm. Stevie was going through that, I was in every press, newspaper, TV thing. I was having, it was like the law change had just happened and it was just this massive elation and massive celebration just landed on the exact month where Stevie was struggling to feel like herself. And then, and therefore like everything shifted and your feelings, my life, and we and because everything was so fast and 100 miles an hour like it was hard to sit down and talk about it yeah and it was only because you you kind of did that that I was able to like really clearly see what was going on because I was obviously swept up in this massive thing yeah and you you don't want to bring someone down being like I'm struggling with your success like who wants (laughs) to be that friend but I think I think so important though yeah otherwise I think it can if you don't if you don't experience Medita with your friends or specific people I think it's so important to try and work on yourself and get yourself to a place where you can because it says more about you than it does about always more about you than it does about the other person definitely Mm. especially if you felt it previously and then suddenly it's kind of taken away from you you kind of look around and you think oh and I guess there is a feeling of guilt as well there that you're not feeling it um it's interesting you said that was one of the reasons you knew you weren't quite right is because you didn't feel that for Gina. Yeah, yeah, it was so stark. And I think as well, 
think feelings like that can be used to fuel your own career your own whatever it is you're looking at someone else and kind of coveting or not being able to experience medita but then it's when it freezes you and you are you're unable to to use it in like a positive way because I think I think I get positive jealousy like the opposite of Medita. I think I think I, I get that quite a lot where I'll, I'll be like oh god I, I'd love that and then and, and then I have learned how to use that in a positive way but like, well it doesn't affect me that someone else is doing really well at that because I haven't really had a go at it so I'll have a go you know and <laughs> um, but yeah I think it's a good marker of where you are at if you lose something like that an emotion like that that you've had like a positive emotion that you've had so strongly with somebody have you felt like that ever Gina about other people have you had a I think I felt that about people that I maybe looked up to at one stage and then no actually I felt that more for people that like have done kind of similar things to I've done in my work I guess people who are doing similar stuff in my work and who are doing things in a way that I would really like to do them but I feel like I maybe don't have the access to do them that way because of like my visibility or the way I am and how am I influencer side of my job and all this stuff so I get I get like a jealousy thing but the thing is is I don't think I've ever actually felt for really other people apart from like you and my Mm. you know three best friends I don't think I've really felt Medita with other people do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't feel that. I don't feel that strongly about a lot of people. I have a very close, like, I really don't. I'm like, that's lovely. I'm like, that's lovely for you. That's great. But I'm not, I don't have this like visceral, like, mm-hmm. like their joy is my joy thing. That that doesn't, you know what I mean? That only exists with like Stevie, my family and a couple of friends. Um, so I think that's probably a different kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. I think you, it's not like I don't feel joy for anyone else, but I, 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 it's almost like academic hypothetical joy where I'm like, oh, that's really great for you. How lovely. Yeah. It's voyeuristic. It's like, oh, look at that. That's great. Whereas with you, it's like, I've like when your, when your sketches go, when your sketches do so super well and that sketch went viral and it was like, everybody was talking about it and everyone was saying like, oh my God, like this woman is like a living sketch. Like she's so funny and like, she's so adorable and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, the world is seeing like my favorite person exactly as I see her. Like she's so adorable and I couldn't stop like refreshing everything. And that that feeling was like, it was basically happening. It felt like it was happening to me, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, really felt like it was my joy too. It was like, oh my God, this is because you're just like, we're literally the same person basically. <laughs> so it feels like it's my joy. I don't have that with anyone else. I have like, oh, that's amazing. I'm really happy for them. But I don't have that like visceral feeling of like, oh my God, this is my person. And like, this is happening basically to me as well. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say visceral is the right word, I think, because I think it's traditionally a more familial feeling. So it is it is attached to people you're related to or like you say, very close friends. Mm. Um, so that sounds exactly like it. Yeah, it's interesting. It's that pure joy, isn't it? Of just like, I am super happy for you and I am just on board with everything you do and I'm happy that you're happy. Yeah, basically. super wholesome. Yeah, I, I remember there was a moment in um, Edinburgh and the Edinburgh Festival in like 2019 oh. and Gina did, was it the New York Times? Yeah, New York Times Stadium? stage or something. Was it called? Yeah, and... <laughs> student time stage and it's this massive stage with so many seats and we got there quite early and we sat there and then it really filled up like it it was pretty much full and there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people there and it was the first time that I'd seen sorry yeah I I should make this clear Gina was doing a talk (laughs) (laughs) no I just get real medita for stages like I just love them um but no, she was doing a, she was being interviewed about um, her book 
uh, be the change and uh, which is about like she'd written off the back of changing the law and it was about how to help sort of anybody make any change anywhere from any kind of um, level and like I didn't I wouldn't want it I almost I I'd wanted to just like stand up and like whoop every time she said anything I was I was looking at other people looking at Gina more than I was looking at Gina because I was like look that woman's so like entranced by her words and it, and like I was crying like my mum was crying it was, it was just so amazing and then afterwards Ginny really needed the toilet so like we like ran around Ed- Edinburgh trying to find a toilet for like tw- tw- 20 minutes which really brought it down to earth but like <laughs> it was such a magical such a magical feeling and it was such a nice break from the rest of the festival where I was doing a show and I was tired and I you get caught up in your own stuff basically and you, you forget that anyone's doing anything else other than yourself and then you see something like that and it makes me so proud and so like it's yeah I think like Medita is almost like mixed up with pride as well because you just get like overwhelmed by all these emotions you're just like yeah so funny that's like I thought you were going to say about the time when you did coach coach in the dome because when Stevie did a show called coach coach with Adam Richards in the dome and it was the first time I'd ever seen her do like a sort of comedy acting role where she was like this she was like the main part in it and she was so hilarious and took so many risks and did so much stupid shit to the audience and just like was so fearless in it and it was such an amazing show it was like walking into like pure joy for an hour and I just forgot about everything in my life and I came I watched it went on my own and watched it and then I came out and I just sat on the wall outside and cried for like 10 minutes I found her she was crying and I thought something terrible had happened (laughs) but I I was like I was just too overwhelmed with with pride with like surprise not that I didn't think that she was capable of that but I just never expected to walk into a room and see her just like so shamelessly and so because in comedy it's like a really you're so aware of what people think about you and you're and I'd seen her doing all of her um solo shows and like being frustrated and you know feeling like she got stuff wrong and then I just walked in and just like was absolutely slapped around the face for an hour with like this hilarious stuff and I came out and I just cried because I was just like (laughs) I can't believe you're like, if you weren't my sister, I'd be obsessed with you. Like, it's so amazing. And like, it was the funniest thing ever. And I can't believe how much joy you brought me. I didn't even know what you were doing the whole time. Like, you see your sister just doing this thing and you're like, oh my God, that's what you've been doing for six months. And you've, you're this amazing. And like, I'd nobody told me that. Like, I didn't know what you did. This is incredible. It's such an overwhelming feeling. It's so funny. I was going to say to both of you, how how would you celebrate your feelings, like your your love and your joy for each other? But both of you seem to explain it already by just saying you just cry, basically. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just yeah we're both criers like frustrated cry angry cry too proud have a cry like that's us yeah it really is that's the only way I can express it because I can't express it in any other way but also as well I think it's almost like any relationship where if you are have a such a strong feeling towards somebody else's successes you become fiercely defensive almost of anybody that uh dares to not have your admiration so like on the opposite side when Gina gets uh, trolled or gets uh, gets nasty comments on social media I um I think sometimes I feel them more than she feels them <laughs> and then same now that I've mm-hmm. kind of got a little bit more popularity with the sketches and had got a few more followers and a few more I then get more and more kind of guys um, and they're I don't all guys generalize. he has all guys I'll it generalize is now just, it's all, all very horny men um that <laughs> comment things like you just comment kind of like mm-hmm. 
b- bizarre things and I'll just leave it but then I'll see like someone's like deployed Gina like a little general into my <laughs> into my Twitter and she's like uh, excuse me what's that <laughs> yeah so literally good. like I'll go through her YouTube comments yesterday I found this guy who was like hey Stevie you're so funny but you're also so attractive and I was wondering if you have an OnlyFans and I was like hey Mike um I'd really appreciate if you could just let Stevie do her job and not assume that she's there for your sexual consumption thanks a lot Gina <laughs> Like, like you get so defensive because you've seen the hard days though which were years which were decades of hard days so when you when you finally reach this thing that you've been doing and you've been doing forever and then people are there like either just ripping you apart yes of course but also just undermining what you're doing I'm like no no, no none of that thanks like you get you really, really defensive hit a there, though because I think actually the idea of seeing the hard days is such an important element of experiencing this emotion because if you don't see the heart so yeah. it means that because there are some people that I do I'm not as close to but I would feel real joy if they got something because I've seen them struggle and I think yeah with a lot of people you might wonder why you don't feel that emotion or why you can't be happy for them and it's because sometimes people just it was social media especially you can they can maybe do one post saying like things things be hard and you're like yeah sure but actually you haven't seen the months and months of work that have gone into it so it makes it almost difficult to experience joy for somebody often because it just looks like they woke up and were like probably gonna do this and then smashed it but that's never ever ever the way it happened totally agree So that was Stevie and Gina Martin. They were super kind to let me chat about their relationship and the different changes and stages it had gone through. And it was really interesting to hear which parts of the other's career had most affected them personally. I think they're right. That thing of needing to see someone's downs to appreciate their ups really makes sense. Although it hadn't actually occurred to me before Stevie and Gina mentioned it. So good job they were here. I can definitely understand how it makes you appreciate someone even more. And as I said earlier, appreciation of the other person is a pretty important start in the feeling of Medita. So there we go, a wholesome joy for someone else. Maybe you felt it for your partner, son, dog, I don't know. Maybe you're yet to feel it and that's okay too. Maybe someone feels it for you and you've got no idea. Isn't that a lovely thought? This is Getting Emotional and that was Medita. Big thanks to Stevie and Gina Martin for chatting to me and thank you for listening. Please do rate, review, subscribe and uh, you can find me on Twitter at GetEmotionalPod. See you next time. Bye.